When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The T-Biz Podcast delivers T-News that you need to know. A recap of the week's major headlines with commentary and cultural trends hosted by Dan Bolton. It is the voice of origin for tea professionals and enthusiasts worldwide. Think of us as a digital caravan of storytelling, bringing authentic, authoritative, and exclusive stories to you weekly from the tea land. Hello, everyone. Here are this week's headlines. Timely tea delivery is in troubled waters. Tea is thriving in the convenience channel. And Iran tea production is up 25%. More in a minute, but first, this important message. What makes a perfect cup of Ceylon tea? The perfect cup is from the tea businesses that ensure the protection of all the children living within their tea estates. We salute Kailani Valley, Telawakili, Bogawanthalawa, Harana, and Eliptia tea estates. Support Save the Children, Sri Lanka. The disruption of global supply chains is getting worse. Container vessel reliability for tea shipments crossing the Pacific continued to decline this summer as prices reached new heights. The World Container Index for eight east-west routes rose to a composite cost of $9,613 for the week of August 19th, up 360% compared to the same period last year. A consignment of tea shipped from Shanghai to Rotterdam increased 659% to $13,698 last week. Port congestion, backlogs at container terminals, lockdowns to prevent the spread of the coronavirus, and rapidly increased volume dashed hopes for a return to normalcy until late next spring. Logistics costs considered manageable by tea wholesalers early this year are now seen as out of control. Inflation is a growing concern, but the unpredictability of delivery dates is causing far greater problems. Green Tea Exporter Zhejiang Tea Group's U.S. operation, First Tea, advises tea buyers to calculate projected inventory needs for at least six months and consider adding 20% to the projected volumes to avoid out-of-stock conditions and transportation delays. This week, there were a record 44 container vessels tried to offload at Southern California ports, an all-time high. And ports are getting busier as the holidays near. Imports in TEUs are approximating 550,000 per month at Los Angeles area ports, far exceeding totals for the same January through July period during the past four years. 
on arrival, shortages of dock workers, crane operators, warehouse staff, and qualified truckers cause further delays. Driver shortages are at an all-time high, forcing companies to offer incentives. Qualified drivers are now earning $27 per hour. Freightwaves reports that refrigerator carrier J.S. Helwig and Son increased pay $0.04 to $0.62 per mile for experienced drivers. That's $1,240 for a 2,000-mile round trip. New hires earn $0.50 per mile and a $1,000 signing bonus. Business Insight The likelihood of a ship arriving on time was better than 80% in 2019 and is now hovering around 40% according to logistics analyst C-Intelligence. Add port and trucking delays and buyers this fall whether they are consumers ordering Christmas tea online or wholesalers booking containers, will experience delivery times extended by four to six weeks. Convenience outlets thrive at locations near where people live, and in 2020, people stayed close to home. In-store sales at U.S. grab-and-go outlets rose for the 18th year in a row, to $255 billion in 2020. Beverage sales are a top earner, accounting for 20% of all sales. Ready-to-drink iced tea makes up about 5% of that total, trailing soda, juice, energy drinks, and bottled water, according to the National Association of Convenience Stores. New York-based Nielsen reports that overall, Tea grew by 11.1% through April 2021. During that period, liquid tea generated $3.4 billion in sales. RTDT earned $142 million. Green tea sales were up 73% during the pandemic to $18.6 million, according to Nielsen. In 2020, the dramatic decline in commuter trips lockdowns, and a consumer shift to grocery and home meals increased the spend but cut trips to convenience stores by more than 20%, according to NACS. The number of transactions declined 14% as basket sizes grew by 18% compared to 2019. The pandemic had a huge impact on self-serve beverages, Hot dispense sales fell 33%, and cold dispense beverages declined 8%, reflecting the drop in footfall amid stay-at-home orders and work-from-home schedules, writes NACS. In contrast, beer saw unprecedented growth, accounting for 6.3% of total convenience store sales due to the closure of bars and restaurants. Market research firm Technomic writes that U.S. beverage sales overall declined 31% by volume in 2020. Spending declined 29%, with cold dispensed beverage volume down 30%. Business Insight Foxtrot Markets, an upscale convenience chain noted for its 60-minute delivery guarantee, is the corner store reimagined, says venture capitalist David Barber. 
Stores feature locally baked treats, coffee, fresh brewed tea, and organic wine, craft beer, gifts, and everyday essentials. CEO Mike Lavitola told Forbes that half of the company's transactions occur online for delivery nationwide and half in-store. He said the company intends to introduce hyper-convenient 30-minute delivery and expand its selection of private-label convenience items in larger 4,000-square-foot stores. The startup has raised $65 million in January from the likes of former Whole Foods Market CEO Walter Robb and Momofuku restaurant founder David Chang. The chain, founded in 2014 in Chicago, currently has 13 locations with nine to open in 2021 and 50 within two years. New locations include Dallas and Washington, D.C., Austin, Texas, Boston, Miami, Los Angeles, and Houston. Iran's tea organization, the ITO, reports a 25% increase in tea production so far this year and higher export numbers as well. During the first five months of the year, Iran harvested 114,000 metric tons of raw leaf, valued at 6.5 trillion rials, about 155 million in U.S. dollars. The tea organization considers 51% of the harvest premium grade, down from 79% in 2020. Iran is a net tea importer, number sixth in the world, spending $236 million on tea in 2020, according to world's top exports. In recent years, growers began exporting increasing quantities of tea. In 2020, 4,000 metric tons of tea were shipped to 12 countries, including Azerbaijan, Afghanistan, Iraq, India, Tajikistan, Turkmenistan, and Georgia, as well as Canada, Australia, Spain, and the Czech Republic. In 2020, tea exports averaged 86 cents per kilo. Sales totaled 6.5 million, up 2.6% compared to 2019. Iran's tea industry employs 55,000 families cultivating tea on 70,000 acres. Aravinda and Antheraman in Bengaluru reports on India's tea auction prices. India Tea Price Report for the week ending August 28, 2021. Last week, the Union Commerce Ministry announced that they are suspending seven sections of the Tea Act 1953. Of these, sections 12 to 16 refer to restrictions on tea cultivation, permissions from the tea board to plant tea in normal or special circumstances, or run the tea nursery. One of the sections allowed for bushes planted without permission to be liable for removal. While producer bodies fear that this development may lead to an oversupply and therefore depress prices, it appears that this is part of several other reforms underway, including recent relaxation of norms to obtain export and distribution licenses. In weather, Assam's annual floods, although a little delayed, is finally here. Over the last few days, 16 districts, including several tea-growing districts, have been affected over 200,000 people have been affected by the flooding, but as of now, no loss of life has been reported. In markets, CL34 did not see any major fluctuation in prices. In the south, Kochi market also struggled against rains in the high ranges, which impacted tea supplies to auction centres. 
This in turn led to a marginal price increase over the previous week. In the north, Kolkata saw good demand for all categories, in particular orthodox tea. Middle Eastern exporters were active for orthodox tea, while Tata Consumer Products was active for Darjeeling. And now, a word from our sponsor. Q-Trade Teas works with tea purveyors at every scale, from promising startups to the world's largest multinational beverage brands in the hot, iced, and bottled tea segments. With U.S.-based formulation, blending, and packaging services, Q-Trade can help you innovate, scale up, and grow your specialty tea brand. For more information, visit our website, qtradetees.com. This week, TBiz puts Burmese chefs in the spotlight for their culinary contributions in tea. And then we travel to London, where Unilever unveiled four guiding principles of regenerative agriculture, a topic currently trending in tea. Pickled tea leaves may sound a bit out of the ordinary, but not for Southeast Asian chefs. Burma, now known as Myanmar, is an ancient crossroads influenced by the cuisine of bordering Bangladesh, China, Thailand, and Laos. It is here that lapet has become a national dish that is now finding its way to U.S. and European consumers as a branded packaged goods. Tea's popularity is as a beverage and a versatile one at that. A single plant produces leaves that are processed, blended, flavored, aged, rolled, compressed, bagged, powdered into a product that finds its audience. But tea's versatility is not limited to the choice it offers as a drink alone. As a green leaf, it's also an herb. But surprisingly, this side of tea has yet been tapped to its fullest potential. Except perhaps in Myanmar, formerly known as Burma, a country sharing borders with India, Bangladesh, China, Thailand and Laos. Not surprisingly, tea is also cultivated here, but its most famous rendition is as a lape, a fermented tea leaf, used most famously as a salad called a lape to. It's immensely popular in Burmese cuisine and probably the unofficial national dish. It's said that only the finest tea leaves of any harvest are used to make the lape. Burmese cuisine enjoys fantastic culinary influences. Its popularity may not have reached the levels of, say, its neighboring Thailand's cuisine, but there's plenty on offer. Overseas Burmese are now tapping into the growing interest in lesser-known and unexplored cultures of the world, which offers them an opportunity to promote their own. But there are only a handful of brands like Burma Love Foods, a five-year-old brand from San Francisco, USA, whose product range is built on the lape. Besides variations of the dressing, they offer DIY salad kits which should hold appeal. Another brand is Myanmar Tea Leaves Pailin, a homegrown brand said to be the first to actually brand the lape. These companies also educate people with recipes that showcase the various ways in which the lape can be used in dishes. Tea you can eat is an attractive opportunity. For promoters of Burmese products, it allows them to take something so familiar and offer it in newer ways. Equally, it offers tea businesses that seek a deeper cultural connection with tea, yet another way to tea. Danone's CEO, Emmanuel Faber, writes that never before have the health of people and the health of the planet been so closely interconnected. 
Beginning this week, the TBS podcast and blog undertakes a series of interviews with thought leaders in tea from organizations such as the Rainforest Alliance, Growers in Sri Lanka, where a nationwide ban on the import and manufacture of plant chemicals was instituted in May, and with multinationals like Unilever, a company with extensive tea holdings that recently unveiled its basic principles of regenerative agriculture. Today's segment is a primer, introducing the topic and asking the critical question. Can a world that has already eroded a third of the planet's soils feed a population of 10 billion without intensive agricultural practices that rely on heavy inputs of fertilizer, herbicides, and pesticides necessary to sustain monoculture farming. In a review of World Resource Institute's December report on the looming food gap, The Guardian writes that, quote, compared with 2010, an extra 7,400 trillion calories will be needed each year by 2050. If food production increases along current lines, that would require a landmass twice the area of India. End quote. As temperatures rise and rainfall becomes more erratic, attention has shifted to climate change and mitigation at the farm level. Tea is generally grown on hillsides at altitudes less favorable to food crops, but a scarcity of land for food crops and depletion of soil on existing farms also present long-term challenges for the tea industry. Unilever acknowledged there is no accepted definition of regenerative agriculture, but the phrase is widely used to refer to practices that include minimum or no tillage, a reduction in the use of chemical pesticides and fertilizers, extensive crop rotation and well-managed grazing for animals instead of industrial feedlots. Regenerative agriculture is focused on the soil, and the enhancement of soil organic matter. SOM is a mix of plant and animal debris, soil microbes, and an enriched environment of carbon, hydrogen, and oxygen. SOM improves soil structure, reduces erosion, and retains water. It also draws carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere where it is retained in the soil. Unilever's regenerative agricultural principles include regenerating soils, protecting water, increasing biodiversity, developing climate solutions, and improving farmer livelihoods. Julia Stellari, Sustainable Sourcing Director at Unilever, told Food Navigator that it's important the industry agree on a definition. Without consensus, it's difficult to have alignment amongst organizations and therefore difficult to track progress. End quote. Next in the series is a conversation with the Rainforest Alliance on how regenerative agriculture differs from sustainable farming. 
by what you heard in today's podcast? Would you like to learn more from our global network of key biz journalists and key experts? Contact them directly through Subtext, a private message-based platform. Avoid the chaos of social media and start a conversation that matters. Subtext message-based platform lets you privately ask meaningful questions of the tea experts, academics, and tea biz journalists reporting from the tea lands. You see their responses via SMS texts, which are sent direct to your phone. Visit our website and subscribe to Subtext to instantly connect with the most connected people in tea. Remember to visit the tea biz website for more comprehensive coverage. That's www.t-bizbiz.com. Thanks for listening. Farewell till next week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.